0: Welcome to the Creative Brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader.
1: Hey, welcome everyone to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. My name is Dean. This is my beautiful wife Kim is joining me today, and we have a unique subject that I believe impacts all leaders and will help you become a better church leader. At the beginning of the year the Lord gave me a very specific word for for myself, for us as a staff and as us as a team. And that word was alignment. And it's uh, uh really about we've all been going through that alignment for process sure. for sure of of really identifying, um, getting getting people in the right places, but but today it's gonna actually be a two part uh uh, bringing you in and and bringing uh, Pastor Aaron in next week, uh, next month actually, and uh, uh, but in these we're we're identifying our roles and how can we be the most effective in who we are of of and so our topic today if you want to introduce our topic so our
0: topic today is do less, lead more. So that's kind of been a theme that I have had to live by over the last year. And I want to start by just explaining how I got to where I was because um, I think that's important because maybe some of you will see that and think, see some similarities. Um,
1: So what's some of the things you were doing and and what has that change looked like?
0: Okay, so the church is 14 years old and it was probably, I knew this was happening. I knew that, um, I felt like my engines were rolling and I was... Um, a lot of things hinged on me. Too many things hinged on me because I was involved in too many things. But actually, I did a lot of those
1: things. So, my but you were rece- actually on full time staff, so Correct. some people might not realize. That's right. That the, the
0: abuse started early when I wasn't on full time yes, staff. But yes, yes. Exactly. There we go.
1: Many of you pastors' wives know that too. For sale.
0: Yes. Um, so, but my responsibilities have increased, but they, I've stuck to my gifting. But I had a, of a background in finance, and I found out early on how much I loved childrens, and I didn't even realize that. But a couple of years in to the church, when we didn't have anybody, and I stepped in, that is a passion of mine. So. Um, Finance is probably one of the things that took, it just was consuming the 15th of the month, the end of the month, all of the board reporting, um, all of the bank statements,
1: bills, all the budgets,
0: right, all of that fell to me for many, many years. And so um, it made me feel productive. I'm one of those people that likes to make a list and check things off. Maybe you're like that. So um, that felt good to me. But sometimes when I'm starting my finance work at 7 o'clock at night, and it's from 7 a midnight because you had such a busy day that I couldn't even get into my home office and get that type of thing done. It was just exhausting. Then also the in and out of us having um, a children's pastor. There were times where we went without and so I would step back into that role. Uh, I didn't even try to pick up women's. We had someone else that was doing um, our women's. So my responsibilities um, have been narrow but they have become full as the church grew
1: each of those could be a full-time employee Uh, you were you were juggling many balls so how did you make that shift um how did you get away from the doing and leading more because the lord really gave you that word at the beginning of the year uh uh do do less, lead more. And yes. that was kind of a God word to you that we've rolled into all of us as leaders.
0: And I will tell you that probably has been a year ago now. So it's it's been, I've had to implement that, but I had to start implementing. It. it was not something I decided. And then a week later I went, whoa, I've got this taken care of. But it's a process. Absolutely. So next month, when you hear from Aaron Pendleton, you'll know he was a huge influence on me. At the time he was, uh, he and his wife served in an elder capacity here at Rock Family Church. And in talking to him and, and he'd been in ministry and and was in a secular type job but it was a supplemental job for ministries um this corporation was and he just began to challenge me And because the position he was in it was a great fit for him to say are you sure you couldn't be Doing this and empowering your employees to to do something different, and so um, I mean, as simple as getting apps for taking pictures of receipts uh, with an uh, with an app, as opposed to everybody attaching and having. But wait, I just expense. heard them
1: ask, "What is that app?"
0: Okay, so <laughs> one the one we use, but there are several. But the one that we use is Expensify. So it's just an app everybody has on their phone that they, if you have a church credit just card, just look it Europe?
1: up online. Oh, All right, I don't want to take any more time, but I okay. could hear people asking, so right. keep going.
0: So it's but it was it was it became their responsibility and then it wasn't where i had boxes and boxes of paperwork at the end of the year so we just tried to become more efficient in a lot of different areas finance was one of them but um the other thing is, I really I don't even think I had properly prayed and said, God, send me somebody. I, I started sure. looking for someone in the admin area. And then one of the resumes I got, and it was going to be a part time position. I was thinking 20, 25 hours a week, maybe 30. Um, but I, I was looking for someone more for admin. And then I get a resume. And on that resume, this person has been a bank manager. They're looking for part time work. They're here in the church. And it was just an aha moment for me. And I felt bad that the Lord had to like make it happen. I, I hadn't even looked for the right position. I didn't even realize it. But I will tell you that once I hired someone like that, it was quite easy for me to let those things go. I still oversee that department. Um, but, but, it, you're but you're
1: I'm leading. You're leading, you're not doing.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So becoming more efficient and, and finding someone like that has been a, a, huge, um, a huge thing. The other thing is, is I've, in the children's department, we'd had a uh, several full-time people. And there's something that it may be just something that's good for our church and not for others, but I want to tell. It's that we ended up hiring six part-time people. And those To people, replace two full-time. To replace two full-time people. So by the time I'm not having to do the insurance, but I'm having to accommodate their needs. So I've got a lot of stay-at-home moms. Some of them have pretty small children, but they are immensely productive, because they can multitask like nobody else. So they get more done, and I let them work. Some from home. The thing is, I make their husband sign a release form almost (laughs) that Sundays, the children are theirs, and the wife is ours, because that's our game day. So... Um, doing something like that has made an enormous difference where it doesn't feel like it all rests on a couple of people. We have lots of people, which has allowed me actually to pick up another department. So I, I'm actually now involved with women's. But again, it doesn't... We had a
1: staff transition. We had a staff and, and, transition and, so you, and I
0: felt like that was important. So.
1: But so, so here's a couple of things. Uh, number one, um, automation. Can we find things that are out there that automate our lives and tasks? And make them simpler.
0: So one of our vendors, many of our vendors that we used to write checks to, we now do more direct depositing, and we do um, all of our um,
1: simplifying contracting things. So some of
0: those types of things, all of those things, have are now have a better process, take less on hands time.
1: And and here's something I want everyone to know: we we don't have a massive 10,000 viewership, listenership. Uh, we're still nuts and bolts here. And if you run into some things, my goal as a pastor is to help and coach other pastors. And, and the entire staff knows that. So if you say, I mean, I have a question. I'd like to dig in more. Feel free to reach out to our staff. Go to rockfamilychurch.com. Go to our staff page. Find somebody there in our children's, youth, whatever that is. And feel free to reach out to us. Reach out to myself. That is my real email. That is Kim's real email. Um, so you automated. But then it was really, really praying. This is a lesson we learned from John Maxwell about 20 years ago. And he said, I pray for winners to, to be added team. to my team every day, right? And that is something that we pray for. Because you might look and say, "Well, I would love to stop doing and lead, but I don't have anybody else to do." And and I think that's a lie from the enemy to say I can't stop doing, um, I can't lead. You are in your position to lead. You are there to see the big picture and to to lead to lead your church, to lead your tribe, to lead your your group. And, and that's a role that you have. So you've got to begin to pray for those winners to be added to your team. And I can tell you, our church was two to three years old when we started to pray that. And it was amazing. Just Kim and I's faith, it was amazing to see who God started to send to our team. And I'm telling you, it is wonderfully amazing who we see walk through the door. And just, we felt led to come here. And, and we're just here. And we're like, Bingo. Uh, God's answer to prayer.
0: So what you've alluded to, these aren't all positions that are paid. So the women's department that I picked up, someone previous to me had done a great job. I have one person that spends every time we have an event, they might spend some hours, but every we have a team of maybe 20 ladies.
1: There were 20 women at my house last Tuesday night, uh, jibber-jabbing, talking, dreaming, and uh so we
0: have heads of departments that every time we have an event they make it happen and they do the same thing over and over in different ways but we have a decor department and a culinary arts and all of that so it's not a huge strain so what i'm saying is it's not that everybody you do hire more people because i can see you saying that's all great maybe you've got the budget i didn't have the budget i had to look at what i had sure designed for for two full-time people with their benefits and you have to think the vacation and the time off and all that and if you take that package I, I'm not even sure I'm spending it now. I've got room still to grow. For us, what's worked is having these six part-time people, but it's way more people owning it. It seemed like a lot for two people, uh, even though they were How part-time.
1: has that impacted your role? How has that impacted your daily schedule? How has that impacted sure. your week? And what does that look like?
0: Okay, so by far, rather than feeling like I if i look around i feel overwhelmed and swamped i it's like i'm i'm looking from a, a a higher level of of the organization rather than being stuck in my department and then always feeling like never enough time so i i have a lot more meetings than i did before because i lead more so i lead and coach and help those things and i'm there if there's problems um but i i lead a lot more in that way by having more meetings and then i i'm just not doing as much where things at the end of the day don't hinge on whether I can produce them or well, not. Well,
1: and fair to say uh, production has increased. Absolutely. Because, see, if, if we're trying to do it all, then we're hindering the process and we're hindering growth. And I think that's where many churches get stuck is the pastor and, and his spouse or her spouse. Uh, looks and says, there's, there's no one else to do this. I'm, I'm working as hard as you can. And it's not a thing of, am I working hard? It's, it's, am I working smart? And am I, and I, am I using my gifts and my talents for the best uh, lane, the best channel in life and ministry? Or am I being pulled into the lane of doing versus the lane of leading? And God's called you to be in the lane of of a leader, and that means you might do less. Now we all know that leader that maybe uh, loves that position and goes to the far extreme in the other end. They never lift a finger; they never do anything because they sit back on their their, their throne. I don't think that's typical. The problem, uh, if that is, you come off your throne and, and help your help your crew. And but I I will just throw out throughout this, and then we'll wrap this up. Um, I, I still I still I st- I was doing baseboard last month. We, we were redoing a room, and we had some guys that were, were volunteers came in to run that Cove Base, and I saw them struggling on the corner. I went, I have hung Cove Base in about seven different buildings over the last 30 some odd years, and I just stopped and said, here's how you do that, because see, that's our role is to coach. The doing helps us. Yes, we all start in the doing role. But that's where we move to the leadership role. And now we can lead and coach them and say, here's a better way. Here's a smarter way. Have you thought about this?
0: Another trap is that the board, actually, my board challenged me because they said, you're the only one that knows how to do too much stuff. So I was the only one that had done so many things. So I actually did a document and and documented it all until I could, because I felt responsible until I could find someone. And the other thing is, is... I think by being by being um, obedient to what sure. God told me to do, I will tell you that as soon as I started I l- started letting that go and hired someone and started um, just not doing as much and giving that away in the finance department, that was probably the thing I'd owned the most. If I didn't sleep good at night, it was because I was concerned about a certain budget not being met or what have you. But I will tell you that... Um, the Lord was very faithful. The finances at our church are up and I don't think it's a coincidence that the time that I let that go during that season, that that's when finances would were it,
1: up. Would it be fair to say it was easier to have faith when you weren't in the Absolutely. trench of doing. Absolutely. Because you took on a personal responsibility of, oh my gosh, I know the bills that are coming up. Right. I see the current bank account and I saw the last two Sundays offerings and you began to own it versus letting God own that. For sure. So I, I,
0: I bet now, I'm not even sure in the finance area, I probably spend maybe an hour a week, whereas before it was oh, consuming. 20 or 25 hours a week, easy. But I
1: think here's something that I'll, I'll own one on me. I was very hesitant in the area of finances. We hear of abuse that happens or people that embezzled. And you I've heard all those stories for years. And to have my wife, who has a banking background and was owning that, there was a sense of security sure. there. I will tell you, as we started to grow, fear motivated me, not faith, to say, honey, you keep doing this. You need to keep keep doing this because I trust you and I know it's going to be done right. And and,
0: and that really hindered in the It end. really
1: hindered. And it was a fear-based decision. Sure. And where we had to say, I believe God can bring people of quality, character, and integrity that will have the same integrity that Kim does that we can entrust. And she still has oversight and she still knows how to check and do and, and all the checks and balances are there. You always want to have accountability. But I can tell you, it's, it's literally, it has increased our finances. And I think it's it's just been an opportunity that we're, we're now functioning by faith and fear is not a motivator.
0: Agreed. So first, what you need to do is identify what only you can do. So what areas are good. you good at and what only can you do? Identify what those are. Then next, you need to look around and also pray for winners to your team. You don't have to hire a bunch of people, but there are people in your congregation and they don't need to be over this much, but can you just be over this? Can I just trust you with this? How does this look? And give baby steps. So start giving little things away to people. Well, I think
1: what's interesting is uh, Pastor Mark, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, um, he's pulling on a retired businessman. There you go. Who is retired, who has a great business mindset, who comes in and says, I just want to, doesn't need any money, and says, I'm going to come in and and function as 20 hours a week. I can commit to that. uh, And that's a great... Uh, area to to pull on.
0: Uh, And then number three, what I'd say is just begin to make a plan. You got to start someplace. So begin to make a plan and execute that plan. It's not something that I did. Uh, It's probably been more than a year right now, so and I'm still not done. So Aaron will explain next month more some of the challenging questions he asked me and some of the processes and things, but um, I, I think it's going to be something that in another year, I'll tell you I'm still working on. So I'm but not sure that I'm ever going to feel like I've arrived.
1: Here's what I would say, though, and even and we've talked about your role, um, you guys have been... Ch- Trimming my trimming my role down and responsibilities because here's one of the things I felt as a as a senior pastor, uh, and I think it's a myth. I thought I needed to be jack of all trades. I thought I know how right. to I know I need to know how to fix the media computer, fix the soundboard. I need to know because
0: if we don't, who will?
1: Yeah, who will who will own that? And there came a place in our church growth that I had to come to the place that I cannot know everything that is going on. I, I don't have to know everything, but I think that's what hinders us and keeps us keeps us down. And, and, and really, we're the ones that hinder growth. I think a lot of pastors look and say, I don't understand, Lord. And I think we can be the ones that hinder because, the growth.
0: Because if it's all got to run underneath us, then it can only get to this big based on our
1: just Based our on capacity. our capacity. Absolutely. And so as I, Kim made a great statement that challenged me. Is uh, whenever we go on vacation, the creative ideas, we come home and the staff kind of goes, he's back, and, and here comes all of his ideas. And, and she challenged me to let go of a lot of areas and, and to do less. Um, and, and that for us <clears throat> is, is I'm only in a portion of the staff meetings. And I'm not in the, the all the staff meetings like I used to be. And now I have my creative team meeting and we're, we're finding out where is my gift. But I can tell you in the past four to five months, as I've let go of some of the leadership and management of, of people, it's, it's brought that creativity back to the table to where my role as the visionary is to create. Have vision, lead, have perspective. Yes, I still coach my staff, but I'm not getting wrapped up in, you know, did the doors get painted? Did the lawn get cut and all that? kind of stuff. So, so
0: do less and lead more. Maybe in the later in the year we need to tell about the book that we read this year on vacation that changed. Yeah, that's
1: a whole that's mother. a whole <clears throat> other
0: can of worms. But all right, thank you for listening. Hey
1: next next month uh we'll come back for part two. Please tune in. Share with your friends, share with your pastor friends email any questions that you have about this or other subjects to dean at rockfamilychurch.com and we'll we'll answer any of those either either on the podcast or I'll just fire back some answers to you. We love to help, bless, and support pastors in their role. And so uh, can't wait to share with you guys next month. Have a great week. Have a wonderful, hope your summer is winding down, school's getting back. Uh, God bless you guys. Bless you.
0: Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at DeanHawk.com.
1: Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.